This episode of Wellness Women Radio is very proudly brought to you by Dinner Twist. Dr. Ashley and I want to let you in on a little secret of how we maintain our healthy whole foods lifestyle with very little time. And one of those ways is actually with Dinner Twist. So they plan, they shop, they deliver everything to our door to take all of the guesswork out of having really healthy meals for dinner each night. Um, I love Dinner Twist because they are a locally family-owned business here in Perth in Western Australia, and all of their produce is locally sourced and seasonal. So they are really invested in all of their suppliers as well, which is absolutely amazing. Everything is so fresh. Uh, Ashley and I both get the wholesome box, which is naturally gluten and dairy-free as well, and is very consistent with a paleo-type lifestyle as well. Uh, so it's, you know, completely consistent with, you know, the way that we want to eat and want to feed our loved ones too. This is also how I trick Dean into thinking that I can actually cook. So seriously, if I can do it, everybody can trust me. And their recipes are so delicious. They also have other options apart from the wholesome box. So they have a family box for bigger size families an express box. If you're really short on time, uh, as well as a vegan box too. Now we would love to give you the opportunity for you to actually try dinner twist and realize how healthy healthy, how delicious and how fresh it is, but also how much easier this is going to make life as well. So we have a special promo code for you, and that is going to give you $35 off your first box. And that is WWR for Wellness Women Radio. Um, So we would love you to uh, try for yourself. Don't take my word for it, but let me know what you think. Without further ado, ladies, onto the show. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wellness Women Radio for the women with big dreams who dare to be different and who want to thrive in health, work and play. Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston bring you a weekly podcast to help you master true health and create an exceptional life. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in this week to Wellness Women Radio. I'm Ashley. And I'm Andrea, and you can find us on social media. We are The Wellness Women on Facebook. Uh, We are The Wellness Women Official on Instagram. Uh, We are trying to do a better job of being more on Instagram. So um, if you follow us on there, that will be even more motivating to do so. I am The Period Whisperer on Facebook and DrAndrea.xo on Instagram. And Ashley is Dr. Ashley Bond on everything, which is nice and easy. Um, So Ash, tell me, what are we talking about today? (laughs) This week, look, it's just topical. You know, I think we uh, we try and keep it in season and topical, just like our fruits and vegetables, really, when we uh, eat a good meal. But it's talking about this week of the concept of winter wellness. I think a lot of people want to know um, how to, as much as possible, avoid the need for drugs and medication if they can help it. So we get this question all the time in practice over winter. What do you do? You're in, you know, with a lot of different people and they all bring their bugs and germs to you. How do you stay well? Um, so we thought we'd answer that this week because it's a question that we, we get routinely through winter and also give you lots of tips and tricks that we have. Have. Um, I think it's always important to talk about, you know, what the immune system is. And for us here in Australia, I don't know where you are in the world, but uh, right now there is a very, very, very heavy media campaign surrounding uh, certain injections that are designed to keep us healthy in winter. Um, and we're going to sort of just sort of debunk a few concepts around what uh, natural immunity is and innate immunity. And just this idea that if we keep our body running well from the inside out, um, the need for seasonal injections may not be uh, quite uh, so 
I guess so relevant to conversation. I'm, I'm just having a daily conversation about this. Oh, would you do it? Have you done it? Have you taken this shot? And I'm all just, uh, it's doing my head in. So um, I want to sort of, I guess, justify why neither Andrew or I choose to have the flu vaccine um, and why it's, you know, possible that some people will definitely need that, you know, across our community and, you know, in society in general. There's obviously certain population groups that are immune being compromised or at uh, susceptibility or at risk. But, you know, both Andrew and I, ours, we're, you know, healthy middle 30s women uh, with no predisposing risks and why we choose to nurture our body from the inside out. So um, try not to be too controversial because as soon as we use the V word <laughs> in anything we ever do, we kind of have this uh, polarizing effect on people when, when you start talking about vaccines. But we do want to talk about natural immunity and what that means and how we can have our body um, and your body running the very, very best it can so that whatever bugs and germs and things you come across along your your days uh, throughout this winter, you'll have the best opportunity to not only um, recover from quickly, but also potentially prevent uh, a major immune expression uh, by having an immune system that's already running at its best. Okay. So Ash, what have you been seeing in practice at the moment with your patients? I know that uh, almost every second person is sick. Um, and of course we take lots of um, steps into practice just to make sure that we're not spreading those germs around. And of course you and I work really hard on our own immune systems to make sure that we are, um, you know, in tip top shape and we very rarely get sick, but I know that we've both been struggling over the last couple of weeks with our specific immune system though, um, because, you know, obviously we're both human. Um, and if we don't, follow the normal laws of good health um, we can't just keep pushing through and um, I definitely had a bit of a head cold for a few days last week it literally only lasted about two days though, so I was pretty lucky um, and I know that you have been um, losing your voice a bit as well <laughs> so what yeah and that's that's a you know that's a common sort of of exposure issue, isn't it? Saying that question of, um, is it really a badge of honor to say I never get sick? Or what if it is saying, if I do catch anything, it's, you know, runs through my system quickly and I feel yeah. well quite quickly after that. Yeah. Um, and that's what really what a, a, you know, strong, robust, healthy immune system is designed to do. Um, you know, well-functioning immune system doesn't mean you don't get sick. <laughs> what it means is that for the most part of the time, you don't even know you've got an immune system working because you're just going about your day-to-day -day life um, unaware that it's working constantly in your favour to keep your body well. You know, recognising and differentiating the difference between yourself, you know, your, your, your own body cells and those of foreign antigens or foreign pathogens that enter the body. Um, and I think this is these non-self substances is what we need to respond to really well. And that robust immune response is what keeps us healthy and well. So when um, people talk about this idea that they're always sick, it just essentially means that, you know, their immune system is not running the way uh, it needs to, to deal with and encounter and adapt to the pathogens, antigens and all the other things that their body's encountering. So, and that could be bacteria or viruses and a number of different things. Um, I guess I always love to talk to people about the difference between things like the, um, there's two, really there's two key parts to that immune system and that's the innate immune system, which is our just, I think for a better word, it's our general self-defense. So it's, you know, our standard self-defense because um, it's mucosal barriers, it's, you know, the tears in our eyes, it's the um, bacteria in our skin, all these things designed to stop the effect of negative bacteria and virus from affecting us. Um, then we have things that, you know, are specific and targeted and this is our adaptive immune system. And this is when we come into, I guess, in contact or encounter 
very specific sort of pathogens that we've experienced before and our body has you know it's innate rem- well, that memory to those experiences and can mount a, a, a faster immune response so and this can be things like you know the common cold that you've had it before so next time you encounter it um, in the environment your body is much more adaptive so it can either respond quickly and you don't get a cold even though everyone around you has one or if you do pick it up in a very small way because it's, it responds very quickly and so within sort of a couple of days you are feeling really well again so um it's important that those two immune systems are running really well because that's what keeps us running really well too and that's how we defend ourselves against harmful pathogens um you know such as virus and bacteria so knowing that and understanding that you know our body is always working in our favor that our body is not stupid and broken down and that if we are getting recurrent colds or infections we really need to ask the question is it because um you know the bugs are becoming more and more um harmful so this is where the, the concept of everything's a super bug now and we've got no defense against it and there's no antibiotics left to, to save us um or is it just that we as society uh, are getting less and less um able to to have a really strong and robust a robust innate immune system hence we're more susceptible to all these exposures we're encountering so i don't know the answer i do think it's a combination of both, um, that we certainly do have more um, bugs and bacteria that have adapted to the common um, vaccines and you know antibiotics and things that we've used to prevent them becoming a problem. Um, that's one part of it. But the other part is as a culture, particularly in modern Western culture that we're living in, um, it just comes down to the idea that we're running our system into the ground. <laughs> you know, we're not getting adequate levels of rest. We're, we're not eating um, in a, a way that helps support our best immune function. Um, and in many ways, we're doing lots of things that are directly harming our innate immune function by basically diminishing the barriers. So, you know, it could be things like loading our skin with chemicals every day so our natural <laughs> skin barriers are not working well. It could be that, um, you know, we're inhaling loads of chemicals and toxins so the natural, you know, function of the alveoli to filter and um, to remove harmful bacteria and, and viruses that we encounter can't work. There's just so many levels to this. Um, and, you know, there's obviously the massive immune um, overactivity involved in anyone who's got allergic or autoimmune conditions. So that already makes us more susceptible to, you know, more common colds, flus and, and viruses and bacteria, which um, it's an interesting, interesting thing because this idea there that we've got a magic pill or a magic, you know, injection, as it seems to be at the moment, that's going to save us um, is really, I think, misguided. I understand the idea that it, it may help some parts of the population but the reality is we have to build our bodies from within and we can't be just dumping in supplements all the time we can't be dumping in injections and drugs and medication thinking it's going to make us healthier because the reality is it's not um you know it's just a, a band-aid effect so if you're really serious about building your body against um you know the I guess the likelihood of cold flus and infections in the winter time, which is where we're at right now, then, you know, we are going to give you a bunch of tips and tricks today on how to do that. Awesome. Um, so Ash, can I just quickly recap what you've just said then? So uh, what you are referring to, for example, that, that innate immunity that we have is say you catch the flu, your body builds mm-hmm. up its specific, you know, little army or defense mechanisms against that virus. It can recognize it. It can go, oh, yep, I know exactly what that is now. You recover from that. If that bug comes around again, um, your body goes, oh, we know exactly how to deal with that. And it, you know, can be, um, I guess, immune to that straight away. 
Yes, or if not, um, um, yeah, a more expedited response if the body encounters it again. So yes. it may not mean immunity, it just may mean that, you know, our, our particular cytokine regulation is that we flag it quickly, respond quickly, and obviously diminishes the duration, severity, intensity of whatever it is we've encountered. So, you know, that's that body, body's natural ability to find a, um, a foreign body, foreign cell, um, flag it, break it down, and destroy it uh, as quickly as possible. Awesome. Okay, great. Um, so yeah. I think what is useful, and this is a question that we get asked all the time, is, all right, what do you do to support and protect your immune system? Um, and I think these are really great questions. Uh, so let's talk about what each of us sort of do to help to boost things um, and then what we actually do when we do get sick and then what steps we take and the things that we sort of tend towards. Um, I guess that, you know, nothing takes the place of those really timeless health principles and you guys are going to be so bored of us saying these same things <laughs> because it really just is we cannot drill this in enough that if you don't get enough sleep, and rest and, you know, excellent whole foods which where you should be getting the most of your vitamins and minerals and nutrients from, then you know, these this is a healthy body mate, right? This is what helps to support your entire system um, and it's not system specific. So it's not that we're doing this specifically just to boost our immune system. It's so that all of the system works, including the immune system, our gut, our hormonal system, our nervous system, everything. Um, it doesn't, you know, there's no sort of reductionistic method to this um, per se. You know, the other things that might be more specific to um, avoiding, you know, the colds and flus and that sort of stuff is getting really good ad adequate vitamin D levels, particularly in Australia, that is an issue during winter. So actually testing your vitamin D levels and then supplementing supplementing accordingly if that is necessary might be the missing link for you in terms of having a really robust immune system um, i know that i try and have as much of a varied diet as possible uh, that is mostly plant-based with good fats and protein uh, and that the color on my plate is really rich and diverse as well so that i'm getting those really uh, polyphenol rich dense vegetables, um, which we know are really amazing for, obviously, you know, your gut health as well. Um, but remember, that's where most of your immune system actually resides in the first place. So it's helping to support that as well. Um, and that's going to be really protective for your system too. Um, that's so a big one you nailed right there was, was gut health, you know, because obviously the massive part of our, um, you know, nervous system runs through our gut. So if you are experiencing issues of dysbiosis or leaky gut and things like that, it automatically makes you more susceptible to um, common infections. So that's a, a perfect place to start there, isn't it? Really deal with gut health issues and that will obviously support improved immune function. What other things do you do? Like I, if I was to tell you, if someone said to you, what's, what's the best thing for improving my immune system? I categorically first every single time more sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my number one thing. I'm like, when does your body do its, you know, its healing and repair work? When does your immune system get time to do what it needs to do and uh, to function at its best? When do those hormones come into action? And that is when you are sleeping. So regular good quality sleep or, you know, doing some cat naps if, you know, you're feeling a bit run down is probably the number one way to safeguard your health. Um, I obviously know because of personal experience that that's not always the easiest thing. So, you know, with children involved and broken uh, shift work and things like that for some families, it can make it really, really hard. But 
if that's the only thing someone does differently and they improve their sleep, they're already leaps and bounds forward in being able to recover better from a cold or an infection um, and also to prevent uh, the onset of one. If they're feeling a bit run down, they're less likely to uh, pick up a bug and, and have that take over if they can get some really good quality restorative sleep. So, yeah, um, yeah you, you're totally on the mark there. Fix the gut, get good sleep. Um, and, of course, then beyond that, that's when you can start to talk about things like um, supplementation, and, and some of the other, you, the other hacks. For... <laughs> Sorry, I got really excited. <laughs> no, you're while you're, you're referencing good. supplementation in the gut, um, let's just talk about probiotics uh, really quickly because a lot of people definitely want to take probiotics for uh, you know to help their immune system. But remember, this has to be strain specific. So if you do want to take probiotics, the things that specifically have been shown to help reduce the severity and duration of colds and flus that help to improve immune system function, um, and as well as uh, sort of stimulate the immune strains of specific microbes are things like your lactobacillus rhamnosus, um, in particular the LGG, um, you know, I guess uh, strain, lactobacillus plantarum or HEAL9, which is the, um, the species, and lactobacillus paracaceae, which is P-A-R-A. C-A-S-E-I, or um, the specific DNA part that goes on the end is 87002, um, if that helps. Nice. And that's, I think, for some people as well, that will really help because um, I know a lot of people blow a lot of money taking supplements that are actually not working um, or not strain-specific for the intention they have for that, uh, you know, that probiotic that they're taking. So that's great, great uh, foundations, ladies. If you can have a little look on your, your bottles of probiotics and to see if it uh, covers any of those strains, then you're already one step forward in that, uh, that goal to having greater immune function. Um, what are some of the other supplements that we, we talk about when we talk about, you know, I guess winter wellness? Um, you definitely mentioned vitamin D. That's a massive one. So, you know, a DNK drop is at, uh, generally at the rate of about 1,000 IU a day. Um, I know that there's some studies showing that you can go up to 10,000 IU, which, you know, if anyone who takes drop bottles, they generally do drop in 1,000, so that may be up to 10 drops a day. Um, that's There's some really good studies behind that recommendation. I personally don't take that much, but I think if you're extremely immune-compromised and extremely unwell, um, it's still quite safe to take 1,000 IU of vitamin D, um, and it's you know potentially therapeutic to take up to 10,000 IU. And this includes children too, by the way. Um, you know, a lot of studies show that children can be uh, supplemented with 1,000 IU of vitamin D and helps to improve their immune function. So if you've got a kid that's, you know, constantly snotty or unwell or picking up bugs at um, kindergarten all the time, then you can supplement your child with 1,000 IU vitamin D safely and uh, help to support their improved immune function. So that's a really, really good one. I think, you know, with good probiotic and some vitamin D supplementation, you know, you can already do wonders for <laughs> improving your innate immune function. Yeah, I love that, Ash. Awesome. Um, so you mentioned the vitamin D3 and K2. That's great. Uh, just the good old-fashioned vitamin C. Um, you can't go past it. Research has shown that, uh, you know, six days of vitamin C um, is uh, the equivalent or better than, you know, lots of the kind of medically pushed um, versions of, of uh, 
protecting you against the common flu. Uh, and you can you can't actually overdose on vitamin C, which I think is just so awesome. So uh, worst case scenario, you might get loose bowels. You know then that you're at oral tolerance or not oral tolerance, but you're at sort of gastrointestinal tolerance, and you just dial back from there. Um, I love using uh, mushrooms. Uh, there's um, the Metagenics brands are my favourite. Um, there's uh, the five mushroom extract liquid as well as the super mushroom complex. Um, my patients um, have nicknamed this the, the magic mushrooms <laughs> um, because they are really, really potent. Um, it's very well researched and it really helps to promote healthy immune function um, as well as it helps to, um, I guess, uh, potentiate the innate and acquired immune responses as well. So um, these might have things in them like cordyceps, white mushrooms, um, Oh, what else? I can't remember off the top of my head, but I will post um, some links. Uh, and these are excellent for those upper respiratory tract infections as well. So I love using Chinese herbs and mushrooms and all of those sorts of things. They're really amazing immune-boosting um, supplementation, um, as well as, you know, things like your olive leaf extract, your um, uh, the andrographis, what else? Um, Ash, I'm trying to think of things off the top of my head. Echinacea. Like echinacea, got, uh, of course. Yeah. And I also go to the basics, you know, things like um, having good iron and zinc levels as well, because oh, yes, obviously cellular health comes from, you know, foundational minerals as well. So, um, you know, sometimes I do recommend before people dive into handfuls of supplements, because we've just given you a list of different things. In theory, you could go out there and you'd end up with probably eight different little bottles on your counter trying to boost your immune system. But do look for things like your dark leafy greens and, and vegetables, you know, all your rainbow colors, because they're sources of powerful antioxidants oxidants which are also again immune supportive and um they have high sources of vitamin c you know if you're getting your bright yellows and greens and uh and oranges you're going to be getting great doses of iron and zinc as well so you know don't don't forget that mother nature provides all of these things too um we don't have to reach for them in a bottle Oh, that's such a good reminder. I love that. Um, oh, the other thing that I was thinking is elderberry. Um, you can take this as a liquid. Um, the recommended dose is about 10 mils a day. This has been shown to be better than placebo in reducing, um, you know, the, the flu virus. And this is specifically amazing for viruses. Um, so this might be in some sort of um, like combination that you might be having that might have things like echinacea and olive leaf extract and elderberry and those sorts of things. Um, well, I can tell you my favorite favorite winter herbal tea is elderberry and echinacea by pucker oh, so if you are if you're a tea drinker lady Perfect. the pucker brand has the uh, elderberry echinacea so delicious too so you know just these are just all supportive right this is not going to fix you this is not uh, going to suddenly be the miracle cure but if you just for example instead of having coffee which of course can be immune depleting um and switch over to for example echinacea elderberry tea during winter you'll be one step forward you know it's just another opportunity to create uh, better choices that are immune supportive so um this is where you know we have opportunities there's always options there we just need to know about them and uh, i know that for me sometimes when i don't know and then i find out i'm like oh my gosh i should have been doing that years ago like what a great idea um so, so while you're so reducing um that coffee as well um i think the thing that people most often add into coffee which is always a no-no i think if you're immune challenged is dairy products dairy, this yeah. is snotty mucusy pus producing <laughs> yeah exactly uh so it's just so good uh, 
that, you know, really stimulating all of those mucus producing uh, parts of our system. This is just going to make getting over the cold or the flu just so much harder, especially if you've got sinus stuff, you've got to ditch the dairy. Absolutely. Um, and at the same time, you know, anything that's going to be pro-inflammatory like sugar and alcohol, um, gluten for some people as well. But I think dairy is really a big one. Um, but what you might want to, while you're reducing that, what you might want to include um, in terms of your food, apart from the things that we've already talked about, is bone broth. Uh, I think the reason why people find, you know, that chicken soup so healing um, when they're unwell and that's what they're going to be looking for. And, you know, grandma's recipe of chicken soup would have been to really like to stick a whole chicken in there with lots of herbs and spices, reduce that right down, really cook it out. You're getting all of those amazing benefits from just, you know, all of the immune boosting stuff from the bone broth. Um, I think that's awesome because I usually encourage patients to fast a bit when they're unwell. Mm. Um, it's one of the Your digestive system arrest. Yeah, it is one of the best ways to almost reset your entire immune system. Um, fasting is definitely not for everybody. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to have, you know, no food for 48 hours or whatever it might be, but you might just want to avoid heavy meals. You might just want to do some bone broth or some chicken soup instead. Um, you might not want to be eating, you know, a really big steak or burger or something like that. You want to allow your digestive system and the energy in your body to focus on healing rather than digesting those really heavy meals. Beautiful. And hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. You know, lots and lots of water um, is really important to have a system running well. Dehydration obviously increases toxicity to your body, places more stress on your immune system as well. So do make sure you're giving your body everything it needs by being really well hydrated. And this is why, again, you know, chicken soup and soups can be so good because they are high in water content. Um, so that certainly, you know, supports, again, better immune function. I've also, I guess... Um, just because of my like, love of, you know, the whole living low-tox um, approach to things, I think a lot of people underestimate the importance of checking the homes for things like mould. Mm. Um, in winter, we have, you know, damper conditions, which is a great breeding ground for mould and mould spores. So it is important to check your home for, for mould because it's closely connected to nasal congestion, upper respiratory coughing, wheezing. Um, it can worsen asthma or allergies. And of course, if you do have any infections, it makes it very stressful on your immune system to be able to overcome um, the infection you may be encountering because you're already triggering an immune response due to these molds. So um, it may not apply to you. You may be in a building that is, it's not relevant, but in a lot of parts of Australia, you know, particularly Sydney, winter conditions are damp and um, mold is prolific. So it's very important to just check your home as well because you could be doing all of these amazing immune supportive um, lifestyle things that, you know, is the sleep and the food and nutrition and supplements but you have a toxic environment and you're just not going to kick your immune system into a greater function if you don't look for those key triggers. I mean, that can also be things like heavy metal, you know, exposures and stuff like that, but that's that's for a whole other discussion. Um, we're just talking about the basic sort of winter wellness approach that we take um, and that's certainly one of mine is just to make sure, just spot check that there's no sources of damp or um, no sources of water penetration into the house or the roof space, um, which is really important for keeping you well. 
Um, and Ash, one really obvious thing that I completely forgot to mention um, that is so true for both of us is that when we get yeah. run down, we get adjusted. Um, oh. Sorry. You know, when <laughs> yeah. I had my um, slight head cold last week, this is what I did. So I took about 6,000 milligrams of vitamin C um, each day. I took some of the five mushroom extract from Metagenics. Um, I kept my food really simple. I think I had chicken soup and bone broth and that was it. Drank stacks of water, went to sleep, and I got adjusted twice a day. Um, now, you know, as chiropractors, of course, we're going to advocate for that. Um, but we do, like, for me, anecdotally, I know that my immune system turns around and changes so quickly when I get checked. And it also helps that, you know, all of our friends are chiropractors as well. So we've got no shortage of support there. But there is actually studies that support this as well. Like, albeit there are small studies, um, you know, they, we certainly need more research on this, but it has shown that with adjustments, um, it actually increases just the way your immune system functions um, and the specific pathways within the immune system that it actually interacts or changes. So we'll post this study online. Um, I'm sure there are others like it as well. Um, and, you know, this is just something that obviously we do to help for that, uh, I guess, the immune system um, support and prevention for all of these things too. Um, I can't believe we forgot, we forgot to talk about that. Yeah. So, uh, oh, so a bit stress. <laughs> we forget it because it's, it's so, um, so it's, it's autonomous. We don't even think about it. Like it's not a, you don't sort of think, oh, I'm sick, I'm going to. It's just part of our lifestyle. So therefore it's um, it's a, a natural choice uh, before anything else. And I, I guess, you know, from the very most basic perspective of hygiene, just wash your hands more often. Um, yeah. Be really aware that you, surface you're touching just help to prevent transmission and spread of any bacteria viruses that are um, in the environment. Thanks everyone else's uh, unwellness so just be really vigilant about um routinely washing your hands and you know when they provide you wipes at the shopping center for trolleys wipe them down um it's not being you know ridiculous to do that because quite simply if you can stop transmission if it's not for you because your immune system's strong you'll help you know not spread that to someone else who may not have that same you know strong immune system and is more susceptible so um i guess that, that covers all our big ones there you know good sleep is number one hydration you know obviously great nutrition good supplementation that supports your immune system uh, preventing the spread so making sure you wash your hands checking your home environment making sure there's not damp or mold um getting adjusted you know go see uh, your healthcare professional that uh, you know floats your boat when it comes to keeping your body strong and healthy. Um, and, of course, as we always sort of say, um, healthy lifestyle is the key behind, you know, great health. There's no magic bullet. There's no one thing you can do that's going to fix everything. But if you can take a little piece of all of those uh, tips we've given you today, you'll be heads and shoulders, of, I guess, ahead of everyone else who's uh, challenged this winter as the, the flu season takes hold. So given that we've had so much doom and gloom, even on the West Coast here, about uh, the worst flu season in decades and all that sort the stuff um i think it's more more and more relevant than ever to get out the uh, natural health message and remind people hey your immune system is working for you every single day every single minute every single second um and it's unfortunately our lifestyle factors that are running it down so much so you know you're in control get it back up get it uh, get strong and robust so you can encounter these bugs and do much better and getting little bugs and getting a head cold and getting some snot is not a bad thing. You know, your body is allowed to clear out gunk and, and things that are sitting in your system. It's great to create that uh, immune function that recognises, you know, more harmful pathogens in the future. So um, it's not about staying, you know, germ-free and, and never getting sick. It's about letting your body respond well and, of course, reducing duration, severity and frequency of infection. So 
Oh, awesome. I think that covers our winter wellness pretty good there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, ladies, we would love to hear from you though. I know that everybody has got their own home remedy for what they do to either um, prevent or reduce the duration and severity of common colds and flus. Um, I also want to remind you that you can't catch a cold. It doesn't work that way. It's only if your immune system is compromised that you know, you'll be more susceptible to those bacterial viruses or whatever it might be. Um, so ladies, we'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to communicate with us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Women and on Instagram at The Wellness Women Official. Ladies, we are The Wellness Women, Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston. We are raising the bar on women's health. And until next week, be well. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.